Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I don't play the game for money. Never once in my life have I ever touched a football and thought about an individual bank accounts or what was to come. I play the game uh, because of my love, my passion. I control what I control, and the rest, I don't give it too much worry. I don't give it too much thought. Back, this Jerry Jones and your Dallas Cowboys. From a little boy, I've always imagined being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, and I've been blessed to, to, to be that, and never imagined wearing, wearing anything else. Well, that'll get you emotional. Dak, back in action, finally. The Cowboys remain in a great position during his absence. Someone here says nothing should change in this Cowboys offense. Don't do that, Dan. Marcus Spears, Dan Orlovsky, Keyshawn Johnson here. Adam Schefter is joining us for the hour as well. More on Dak in moments, guys. But Tua Tungavailoa also back in practice. We begin in Miami. And, of course, Tua expected to return this week. You see him running around out there. He's coming off that concussion. And he's been progressing well, according to reports even had some medical clearance last week the Dolphins though being conservative as possible with this here's Tua on what he remembers from that day I remember the entire night up to the point where uh, I got tackled I was unconscious so I, I couldn't you know really tell what was going on after I got tackled I, I don't remember uh, much from from there getting carted off I don't remember that um, but I do remember, uh, you know, things uh, that were going on when I was in the ambulance and then when I arrived at the hospital. It's been a process, uh, that's for sure, um, having to deal with the um, interviews with the NFL and the NFLPA and then uh, having to go and see doctors outside with second opinions. So uh, a lot of it has, has been, I would say, pretty stressful. Head injuries, scary. ESPN Dolphins reporter Marcel Louis-Jacques joining us now. And Marcel, you were at practice today. What did you see from Tua? Laura, we got to watch the first few minutes of Dolphins practice today, and Tua looked just like himself. Smile on his face as he got out on the practice field, joking with his teammates and coaches, throwing the ball pretty sharply. It's everything that they need as they look to snap this three-game losing streak. It's been a sharp decline offensively without Tungo Vailoa, and I asked him what he's learned about having to take over for a team on a skid. He said, I just have to be myself. I'm not the savior of this team, and in order to snap this streak, it's going to take all of us on all three sides of the ball. Back to you, Laura. Thanks to Marcel. Key, we saw Tua back at practice. You seem kind of laughing and joking, moving around. You have some reservations about him playing this soon. And, and just right before that, we heard Tua even saying how he doesn't remember anything from the night of the big hit. Absolutely. When, when you've been in this game and you've played and you've been around other teammates that have had concussion issues, yeah. I played with Wayne Corbett, a guy famously known yeah. to have concussion issues. And you look up and it happens once. You say, okay, give him a little time. It happens a second time. You say, give him a little more time. This has been, what, about three weeks or so since mm -hmm. the two incidents has mm -hmm. happened? And I'm not a doctor, nor do I claim to be a doctor. And I can't 
think of people's mental state. But I certainly know that I've been around enough people to have concussions that this, to me, is too soon. And I understand the Dolphins want to be in the mix and they want the offense to go flying high. All it takes is a little simple thump here or thump there. We know this. So when I look at it, I'm like, why are they really trying to put him on the field right now, even though he was medically cleared? Medically cleared. All it takes is, you know, this RPO, he pulls it out, he decides he's going to run it, or some backside thing comes, or yeah. he gets hit. That's all I'm saying. He, he also mentioned the interviews with the NFL and the NFLPA that were extensive. There have been a lot of people involved in getting him cleared. Yeah, Go I ahead. mean, my natural reaction, Keyshawn, is like, well, he's been cleared by the doctors, but I, th I agree. Like, I, part of me, since the incident has happened, has kind of peeled back that yeah. thought process a little bit. I just wanted to touch on something quickly, because when I was watching Tua talk, he did not look happy. You know, like, Tua always looks like a kid that's full of joy and smiling. Mm -hmm. That's why Marcel's report, and Marcel does such a great job, I felt was really important because when I watched Tua, he looked, like, almost depressed and, like, worn out. Even I think he's been through it. Right, yeah. and frustrated. And I thought it was really important to hear Marcel say he looked like himself. He was smiling. That, that was really important because Tua's that kind of kid that kind of puts off that type of aura. We saw the video of it. I mean, at least in the video that we showed, he looked like he was a little yeah. bit more the personality that we're used to. Yeah. All right, so we're assuming he plays, right? He's planning to play. What does the Dolphins offense look like with him back? Dan? It's been lacking the ability to make the big play downfield ever since he's been out. And that was, it's funny because that was the knock on Tua. You can't throw the ball downfield. And ever since he's taken over with the addition of Tyreek and Jalen, they've been really good throwing the football downfield. This stat is great. You know, everyone said he couldn't do it 10 yards downfield. Look at the fall off QBR-wise, completion percentage, yards per attempt. And we're talking about plays that aren't necessarily only Tua dropping back and throwing the ball downfield. But we've seen that. It's also, a key knows this as well, is some of their RPO game, but also the ball placement takes that 7-yard throw and makes it a 15-yard throw because those guys can catch a run. So... If he looks like the Tua that we saw the first three weeks, that's a huge jump for their offense. Yeah, it's going to sound crazy when I say this, but the best thing that could have happened for Tua was Teddy Bridgewater playing. Hmm. Because you really wouldn't have really known his importance. We would have kept talking about Jalen Waddle. We would have talked about Tyreek Hill. We would have talked about the mastery of Mike McDaniels and how he calls plays. And I think at some, because of what Tua and the scrutiny that he got before he actually was the full-time starter. He gets starter. more credit now he, for the he performance. He gets more credit for the performance. Sure. He, he was kind of lost in all of the things right. that Miami had done to help him, basically. But, Dan, you alluded to something yesterday, the mental part of the game, right? And I tell you this all the time, and that this is why I was so high on Jameis. Regardless of if it's two weeks being out and you're going through concussion protocol, there are things you can see by not being active. Sure. Right. And I've heard I've talked to Absolutely. players a lot. There are things you learn. You get better if you really intentional about it. When you have to watch your football yeah. team play operation standpoint to a strongest suit since he was at Alabama was his accuracy and accuracy is at a premium for this football team because of run after catch. Right. And that is why this office is being able to be ran like that. I believe Tua is a up a, a level up of quarterback and then Jimmy Garoppolo with the same type of things that Jimmy Garoppolo mm. has been offered. You know, he also makes That's his fair. return against the Steelers defense that has allowed 278 passing yards per game. That's third most in the NFL. Ooh, so yeah. welcome back to it. Good last week against Tampa, though. Yeah, it's true. Played, OK, played so another quarterback making a return, Dak Prescott, getting back at practice, getting ready for the Lions this week. The oh, Cowboys seven now? point home favorites and the Cowboys top 24 points only once under Cooper Rush. You expect a nice boost 
with Dak returning. And Prescott opens up much more in this offense. It also helps that Zeke Elliott's been playing well, had his best game even in a loss to the Eagles last week of this season. So since Mike McCarthy took over in 2020, the Cowboys have averaged over 30 points per game with Prescott under center. That's the best mark in the NFL. And while Dallas did go 4-1 with Cooper Rush at quarterback, that success, as I'm saying, mostly driven by the defense, right? If Prescott and the Cowboys offense can return to form, ooh, this team could be dangerous with the way that defense has been playing. I'm doing all this just to hype up Swagoo over there. What does it mean to get Dak back to this offense, especially with the way they've been able to sort of hold yeah. while he's been out First and win some games? so much to me. Just personally, I'm just happy. You are you a little twinkle in that eye, a little um, glimmer over there? Eight minutes the, the, we're talking the, about the, you. The, the, this team is going to be more explosive offensively. They don't have to play as conservative as they've been playing. Um, and when you think about where Dallas really wants to be, you want to play with a defense like this with a lead. And they wouldn't go allow Cooper Rush to go out and try to get 14 or 21 point leads. And I can't wait to hear y'all talk about this because I know I'm right. If you get this, <laughs> if you get this defense, right, and if go. you're aggressive offensively, the best thing Cooper Rush did while we were having this stupid conversation about if they beat Philly, should he keep playing? Oh, the, the best thing he did was take care of the football. <laughs> that was the best yeah. trait that Cooper Rush had. Hold on, hold on. You, so, but here's my pushback to you. What's best for Dak Prescott is not what's best for the Dallas Cowboys. See, but you're gonna miss you missing the whole point. I'm not saying you roll Dak out there and you you intentionally throw 35. You just yo, said be more 35. explosive. Be more explosive. Man, let the man finish, Dan. I know. Damn, let, let, what? Let me get done. <laughs> All right, Cooper Rush game plan. Can we agree that when you went in the games with Cooper Rush, you said we got a we got a set of circumstances. If they go this way, this is the we wheelhouse. We got eight plays, man. This is the wheelhouse that we want to stay in. Sure. That wheelhouse is a little bit bigger with Dak Prescott. Okay. I'm not saying you go out there and you think you got to bombs away 40 passes a game. Sure. You could stay in the same vein, but give this defense a 14 point lead, like you weren't going to take chances of doing with Cooper Rush. You're probably going to win a lot of games. Oh, All right, so. Because I don't think we disagree. I think you oh, yeah, want to disagree. I don't think we disagree. <laughs> no, I mean, I think the big change. <laughs> you said offense, you're right anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Not, the ahead. big change for this offense under Cooper Rush was they put him under center more. Yep. They went way more max protection, way more play action. But I don't believe that was strictly because just of Cooper Rush. And everyone might look at these numbers and say, well, they're not that different. They are. I mean, this is a massive difference. We put Cooper Rush under center, less shotgun, way more play act. I mean, that's a big difference yep. now, max protection. But I don't believe it was just because, well, it's Cooper Rush. We talked about the injuries to this offensive line. So through this hmm. process, did they not realize that maybe it's not the best thing for Dak Prescott, but it's the better thing for our offensive line? Yeah. It's not the best thing for Dak Prescott, but it's the better thing for our two backs. And that's why I think, like, to sit here and say we're just going to become this chuck and duck explosive offense. Well, that's not what I'm saying. But but how do you but how do you exp, how do you explain? Let me ask you a question. Getting a 14. Go ahead, Key. Let Key go and then you can ask. Quick with mine. It's simple for me. Keep the Cooper Rush game plan. I agree. Keep that same game plan. Okay, we're gonna play defense like you said. Right. We gonna line up. We gonna get him under center. Some. We gonna run the football. But that's not the best thing for Dak Prescott. Yeah. So will you let me finish? Go ahead, Keith. One time. Go That's ahead. all I ask, Daniel. I like you when we fight. Go ahead. <laughs> it Go may ahead. not be the best for Dak Prescott, but it's best for the team. I literally just said that. Uh, anyway, okay. at the end of the day, Marcus and Laura, I'm going to leave him out of it. <laughs> Defense, play their game, run yeah. the football, and every now and then, if you need Dak Prescott to 
hit a chunk play. We know he can. Yeah. They didn't believe in Cooper Rush in doing that. So we need more That's time. That's all. Now y'all go on and y'all take the last couple minutes. Well, I will say this. I think you guys are kind of all, as the arbiter and the judge, I think you're all saying the same God. thing. We are. Kind of. That's, what, are. Really That's what I'm saying. But Dan might like say something of, different, You're though. thinking about it differently. I like the that you wanted to disagree, here's, but here, I don't Here's how you sum this up. What you saying and what you saying. This is how the Cowboys were winning last year until they went to Let's throw it 45 times. That ain't gonna right. work. And we didn't their like mindset, that. Don't you agree? Their mindset transition to let's go be more explosive. A hundred percent. So what I'm saying is, Ooh, they still during that time <laughs> were more explosive and the number one offense in the league. Yep. But they leaned into the run game a little I, bit more. I, I, That's all they did. I'm with glad when we had our right, call. Right, I'm right. glad when we had our call, Laura, the producer said stick with the Dallas Cowboys because I can give you many examples of teams running, playing defense, running the football, and being conservative in the, the passing game. The Cowboys were a lot doing of this last games. year. Yep, they were just more well. explosive because Dak is a better quarterback, it bro. Also helps, that's my point. It helps when you have a run game that's having success get, with Zeke and Tony yeah. Pollard bringing some explosiveness. Let's get, get to another top story, guys. As the NFL owners are meeting and underway in New York, Washington owner Dan Snyder not in attendance. Colts owner Jim Ursay spoke about Snyder yesterday to the other owners. Listen to this. I believe that there's merit to remove him as owner of the Redskins. Some of the things I've heard, it doesn't represent us at all. And, you know, I want the American public and the world to know what we're about as owners. I believe it's in the best interest of the National Football League um, that we look it squarely in the eye and, and deal with it. Adam Schefter joining us now. Obviously, the misspeak there from Ursay, they're not the Redskins, they are now the Commanders. But what more can you tell <laughs> us, Adam, about this situation? Well, this was the first NFL owner, Laura, that came out and called, essentially, for the ouster of Commanders owner Daniel Snyder, who released his own statement saying that NFL owners should not judge him by the contents of the article that ran on ESPN.com last week. The fact of the matter is Mary Jo White is now investigating the situation and the culture that existed in Washington. And a lot of what is or isn't in her report could set a tone for what comes next. But clearly there are owners now who are in favor of ousting Daniel Snyder. And Jim Mercy was the first one to come out and say as much. He didn't care what skeletons are in his closet. We know there are some there. He wanted to speak out and speak up, and that's exactly what he did. And that was significant because it's the first time that it's happened from any NFL owner. Yeah, a reminder. You know, some people may think that Roger Goodell could make this call. No, this would have to be a vote from the majority of the owners if another owner were to be removed. Thanks to Adam. More from him coming later on in NFL Live. We're just getting started here. Aaron Rodgers has some interesting thoughts on the Packers offense. Dan heads to the touchscreen to provide some answers on how they can move the ball better on that side of the ball. We'll see if Aaron's paying attention. Plus, the Cardinals get DeAndre Hopkins back for Thursday night football against the Saints, but someone here doesn't think he'll be enough to solve their struggles. Find out next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
What if in 2024 you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Try Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. It's designed by real people for real conversations. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. They have over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com tackle. Get 60% off at babbel.com tackle. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash tackle. Rules and restrictions may apply. Monday Night Football returns with a matchup between the Bears and Patriots from Foxborough. 8 Eastern on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, and the ESPN app. Peyton and Eli also back on ESPN2. And our coverage begins with Monday Night Countdown at 6. How about a little read and react time, guys? The latest news around the NFL. We begin with the Bucks, and their offense is stagnant, to say the least. Here's Todd Bowles and the lack of big plays. Hey. <laughs> we understand we're different, and we're making the adjustments, and we'll be fine as a staff making those adjustments going forward. So it's really not anybody's idea or thing that we're not doing. We just have to come together and understand who we are and that we're not last year because of the people being different and we have to find different ways to get explosives. And that's a coaching thing and then that's the playing thing. But I think we're working in the right direction and we'll be okay with it. All right, Key, well, they still have Tom Brady. Can the Bucks turn it around? No, oh, they can't turn it around. They're not out of it yet, okay? They're sitting at three and three, so that division is not very good. But here's what I will say. Until they can go get somebody and guys can get healthy, they're going to be a little bit in trouble in terms of explosiveness. There's no question about it. Gronkowski online too. <laughs> Last I checked, he's like hanging out on Instagram. He's doing all kinds of things. I, I don't know. I, the, we always wonder. He's always hanging out and doing all kinds That's of things. That's what I'm saying. We always wonder, like, is he really retired? I think he might really be retired. I don't you know. Think we're gone? I do now. Like, right? Please save like me. All right. This caught our attention <laughs> yesterday. Travis Kelsey restructured his deal to make some room for maybe somebody else. Uh, here's mm. more from Kelsey. Mm. You cannot uh, verify or debunk the rumors out there surrounding OBJ, Odell. Odell Beckham Jr. I think that's the OBJ I'm referring to. I want them to come true. Um, yeah, I haven't heard course. anything. Uh, I have not heard anything in the in the locker room or anything around the the facility. But um, all right, I think that. Uh, all right, playing a little coy with it. I yeah, get it. Something, yeah. something's, something's in the air for sure. And if it means OBJ, all right now. That'd be good. All right. Ooh, something's in the air. I mean, either way, right? The it Chiefs looking be. to add somebody. You like it? I love it. Here's the thing people got to realize about Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes is phenomenal. Travis Kelsey is phenomenal. There's not a receiver on this roster that anybody fears. And if Odell Beckham Jr. comes back healthy, you have to fear him. 
You will not man him up for majority of the game. Patrick Mahomes will have a guy that can bail him out of a lot of situations that he finds himself in when he's scrambling. To me, this is a no-brainer. If it's available, you have the money, and Od Odell Beckham Jr. shows you that he's fully healthy and ready to return to his explosive self. For me, in an Andy Reid offense? Are Ooh. you kidding me? This should be a no-brainer for the Kansas City You, you know what I think is funny is uh, Travis Kelsey was like playing coy on his own podcast. Yeah, man. Hey, man, y'all. <laughs> hey, like, Travis no. Kelsey. You know what something people do fear is your big-ass neck having that button all the way up there. <laughs> Excuse me? For a second, I thought you were talking about this me. I'm like, this is the man The man that talked about me on TV, man. man on you're next little, so that's why you can leave it unbuttoned <laughs> or buttoned or whatever you want to do. Anyway, to the Packers, where Aaron Rodgers has complained about his offense all week, and Matt LaFleur said he doesn't even know what his quarterback's talking about. Anyway, here's more from Rodgers. And the most important thing is executing the plan, and and scoring points. The details have not been good enough. We've had multiple plays where 10 guys are doing something right and one guy isn't. We're nine guys doing it right and two guys are not on the same page uh, with communication. So that just stuff can't happen. So Dan, why have the Packers had trouble executing their offense? Aaron's words are perfect. 10 yeah. guys right, one guy wrong. And a lot of times we don't love to hear like we got to execute better, but there's a lot of truth to it. Okay, so the Jets are in quarters coverage, meaning everyone's got a quarter of the field in zone defense. Now, the Packers are in a perfect play call to attack it. This guy's going to run a post. He's an alert for us if we get that quarters coverage and that safety gets down low or something. But the real guy you're trying to throw the ball to is this sail route, and it's going to be off that flat defender. Now, everyone pay attention because this ball is going to be wide open or this route is going to be wide open, but Aaron Rodgers doesn't get the ball to him. You sit there and go, well, why not? Because look at this. This post is taken off this coverage. Both these corners and that safety are flowing out of there. This guy's wide open. That flat defender is inside, but Aaron's going to get that ball tipped up. Now, I want to go back to the beginning to point out, well, what's the one person, Dan, that can do their job just a little bit better? Pay attention to this guard right here versus Quinn and Williams because what's going to happen is one of two things. Either your guard blocks better or Aaron Jones, as you insert because between the center of the guard. Maybe you get a little inside chip to get that ball out because if you do, guys, we've seen Aaron Rodgers make that throw a thousand times. Not only is that a completion, that might be a 30 or 40 yard chunk. Now second play is going to be a screenplay, one of the best screen offenses in the NFL. I want everyone to pay attention to this right guard number 70. In the screen game, when you're an offensive lineman, you're taught to come out and go flat down the line of scrimmage, get to your spot, and then go make your block. You don't go where to the guy is, you go to where he's going to be. The guard comes out to see how he's got that angle right now. He's coming here instead of coming here. Mm. Well, if he comes flat down the line of scrimmage, Aaron Jones catches that ball, and then he's able to make this block out in space. Guys, everybody at home, look at all this space that you now have for Aaron Jones with one guy. One of the best players in the NFL with the ball in his hands is going to be man-on-man -man with a linebacker. I'm not saying you that this is going to be a 20-yard game. I'm telling you this might be a touchdown for this Green Bay offense. That's one guard that messes up the first play. One guard messes up the second play. Now, I want everyone to pay attention to the run game to Mercedes Lewis. He's been a tremendous player for a long time, one of the better blocking tight ends in all of football. The Packers are going to run one of their run game, gun run games where this center or this guard is going to pull. Perfect. They're going to lead through to that player. Again, pay attention to Mercedes Lewis going to block against the line, that middle linebacker. Right now, Mercedes Lewis, what's the, what's the saying in football? Leverage wins, low man wins. He's high. Mosey's kind of kicking his butt in that situation because if he gets low and makes that block, Aaron Jones is going to hit his head on the goalpost. That is not a shot at anybody on that offense, those two guards or Mercedes. Mercedes is a great player. But it's just an example of 
Aaron Rodgers' point is like, man, we're close. The execution, yeah. we're one guy off. If the guard makes that block, if he comes flat on the screen, if Mercedes gets a little bit lower on Mosley, I know it's hard, but it's just an example of one guy can kind of derail that play. I showed you two plays that were going to huge chunks. Three might be touchdowns for their offense. Right. It, you know, it's funny because you have been pumping the brakes and the concern for the Packers. This right here kind of shows me exactly. why. And the, they're good the enough to get it done. Right. Absolutely. It's not necessarily schemes, not necessarily the players. They just need to execute. All right, more to come on NFL Live. New York football back and dominating. Keith tells us what the special recipe is that has both of these teams and the Jets and Giants looking so good. We'll be right back. Hope you're not too late. Set my demons straight. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. So glad to have you on NFL Live. Man, look at these New York teams. Five and one Giants, four and two Jets, and New York football off to a hot start. Speaking of the Giants, let's start there. They trailed the Ravens by 10 points in the fourth quarter on Sunday before storming back to the win. Brian Dable's squad now three and one this season in games. They've trailed by 10 or more points. The most wins in the NFL in those situations over the previous five seasons combined. The Giants three and 47 in those games. So you wonder, how are they doing it, right? It seems to be a culture shift for sure. But, Dan, what's impressed you most about this Giants team? Their defense, you know, that Wink Martindale has brought over and the simulated pressures. Now, simulated pressures, so everyone who understands at home, is like the illusion that X amount of people are going to come and then not that many people actually blitz. So you can kind of <laughs> confuse without exposure on your back end, right? you got that three tight end package for the Ravens. I'm going to give you six guys at the line of scrimmage. Right now, I'm like, oh, here comes pressure. You're going to get Thibodeau blocked one-on-one by a tight end, but that guy off the bottom of a screen line of scrimmage is going to drop out. Now, Thibodeau is winning on his rush, but they still have six guys in coverage. I only have three guys really in my route, maybe four. So even though Lamar's scrambling around, they've got enough people on the back end to really plaster the secondary. Very similar look, right? We're going to go with those tight ends on the field. Here comes that six-man pressure again. Everybody, we got to be ready to get the ball out of our hands because of the overload. But there's that same look. Now the backer's going to drop to the flat. This guy drops vertical to the middle of the field. Lamar's got six guys in coverage again, but it looked like six guys in pressure. Thibodeau essentially is coming unblocked. You know, you could potentially get to that backside kind of slant, but you got a guy driving on the football and you're in panic mode. So when you get to those simulated pressures and you get to the line of scrimmage of the quarterback, you're like, uh-oh, pressure is going to come. Like, all up, where, where do I go with the football because I don't have enough people? But then what they do is they create those one-on-one matchups. But usually when you create all those one-on-one matchups for us quarterbacks, I know that I got an option to throw the football. Like, yeah. you don't have enough people to cover. 
in the simulated pressure world, you do because you're dropping somebody out to add into your coverage unit. That's yeah. what makes it hard. That's what they're doing really well. And then, too, like, but I'm glad you said cultural shift because yeah. a lot of people think, like, psychologically, it's a thing, but all NFL players want is a plan they believe in. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. I, I feel like for so many years that the Giants have went into games, like, let's see what's going to happen. Sure. Like, let's figure out as the it. game goes along what's going to happen. This defensive line is playing well because they have a plan. You just went through simulated pressure. But it's certain guys on this defense that now are starting to kind of live in their role. Dexter Lawrence is not a pass rusher. He's a big-time run stuffer, two-gapper, and now he's getting opportunities to get one-on-ones because of some of those simulated pressures. A guy we ain't talking about enough, Jihad Ward. No, yeah. 55, he coming on. Wink is using him okay. in the same vein that he used Matthew Judon. If you pay attention to how he's being hmm. used moving around the line of scrimmage. But here's the thing. The New York Giants, I looked at them after the Ravens game on the sideline, right? No shock in there. No shock to them that they won that game. And that tells you that something is changing. Like, they're believing in how they're moving on Sundays. And, yeah, man, like, it, it, it just – that's why people right now with the Jets – like, people right now with the Jets don't want to admit it. The Jets are a good football team, yeah. right? Because they believe in they playing. But I think that's the most important thing that the Giants have going for them Why right now. Why y'all work so hard? Y'all work hard, man. I'm going to be late. People. Well, well we, we I'm, I'm lazy because I'm about to give you some lazy stuff. They playing defense. They run the football with Saquon. <laughs> and the quarterback ain't turning the damn ball over. That's how they win. It's simple. Everything y'all said, everything y'all said, I just package it up. That's fine. Key, I'm key, just going to do lazy analysis. Key, we don't allow think, lazy on this I'm show. You know lazy more right than now that. Because y'all summed it up. The defensive side of the ball is doing their job. All I did was sprinkle a little Saquon Barkley in there and gave you a little Daniel Jones is to turn the football over. If they go out there and find them a receiver, though, they got to find them an alpha dog. If they do that, then this team can go really OBJ far. OBJ want to go back there? See, the OBJ thing, first of all, we don't even know if he's healthy, Laura. Yeah. Right? And let's assume he we is healthy. We think he is. Let's assume he's healthy. <laughs> I like the, sometimes I like to live in a glass half full world. I like, I like a assume, healthy world. Let's assume yeah. if nobody, he is healthy. If I were the Giants, I would not. Healthy. If I were the Giants, I would not go chase a wide receiver. They really? have to, though, man. I would not. You need, you got to get a big dog. You have to. In they the gave playoff, a big dog 72 it, mil. But that dude, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a guy who is productive. But don't Fine, you think that potentially you. stunts their future? No, because right now, they're in win mode. They didn't. They were not in win mode at the beginning of the year. Yeah. They were in yeah. evaluation mode. Yeah. But now they they're five, five and one. one. But, but you got to think, though, ultimately, like, if you're going to go out there and spend money, they got to they gotta figure out what they're going to do with Daniel not, and Saquon. But, Coach, it might not. Okay. I'll, That's coming uh, up. Yeah. Hey, no, we got to get to the Jets. Yeah, Sorry. we got to move on. So, you guys are talking about it, but Zach Wilson has won all three of his starts since returning from injury, but it's been the Jets' run game that's made the difference. During their three-game win streak, the Jets have run the ball twice as often as they did during the first three weeks of the season. New York has eight rushing touchdowns over the last three weeks. That's good for the most in the NFL. Why? Why has this Jets offense had so much success in the run game, Dan? Uh, Brees Hall is their, the next Le'Veon Bell. You know, I, I often heard backs or running back coaches talk great backs, specifically in this scheme, this Shanahan scheme. They've got great vision, patience, and burst. And Brees Hall has that. And that's why the outside zones become a big part of their plan. So the landmark is the outside leg of the tackle. Four-man front for the defense, okay? When that motion pulls that linebacker, the read is the defensive tackle front side. We have kind of gathered that defense. We've, we've won that block. 
He pushes it front side. We got people on. That's versus a four-man front. Now this one's versus a five-man front. Marcus knows this. That guy's like a four-eye or an inside shade of attack. We call him a four-eye or five. Motion again, very similar formation. He's still reading that guy, though. We don't win the block. We don't capture the edge this time. Press the hole. Don't cut too early. Now have great vision, patience, and burst. And that's the big trademark for ba Listen, I played in this offense with um, a back that was named Arian Foster. And he's very similar to Arian Foster. Arian came on. Arian had great vision. Yep. And he had great patience. Slow player. And then, oh, my goodness. Yep, and then player. once he saw his cut, and he knew what the read was for his cut, right? He was a smart player. It was bye-bye. Yep. And I think that really has... Because that's the basis of this offense, the outside right. zone. Everything goes off the outside zone. This was in Houston? Yes. I, Bro, he was all, a bad dude in Houston. All we worked was cutback. Yes. Because huh. he was going to kill you. But you, the big thing for those vision. guys is to press the yeah. hole to make sure that those guys fly. And then when they do, you cut it. And it's even more impressive that you talk about Breeze because for young backs, that's tough. Because they Agreed. think the game mm -hmm. is going so fast yeah. that they got to just stick He's to it. He's translated really quickly and really well. Yeah. Key, these Jets are 4 and 2. They legit? I think they are. I wasn't buying into them, obviously, at the beginning of the season. Right. I was scratching my head like everybody else, trying to figure out if Robert Sala was the right guy, the right fit. I always knew that Joe Douglas was the right head coach. But he, they got those dudes playing, right? Mm -hmm. and, and it becomes, and I joke about it, it becomes laziness again because I have a certain <laughs> philosophy that I believe in, and that is playing defense, Marcus. Running the football, like you said, Dan, no matter if you're pressing a hole, you're tossing it, whatever it is, you're gashing them. And a the quarterback that seems to be coming along and not making any major mistakes, and the one thing that they have that the Giants don't have is they got a couple receivers on the perimeter. Yeah, they do. That can right. go. Yeah. And if you have that and you keep it simple, you become that 19 to 23, 200 yards, a touchdown, no turnovers, and rush the ball for 100 yards, and a defense, and Quentin Williams and Sauce Gardner do what they do, you win a whole lot of games, This is coming from the throw me the dang ball but guy. But I'm going to be him. the dude getting the 12 of the <laughs> 19 attempts. <laughs> <laughs> right, Marcus? I'm what do you think, I'm Marcus? Glad you, I'm glad you brought up GM Joe Douglas, though. And I think what we had to get past with the New York Jets is realizing, and RC said it a, uh, Tuesday, is that these young players are good. They're good, though. Right? Oh, and, they're good. Their youth and, is awesome. Their youth is awesome. But, but also, like, you can see, you can look in the NFL at times and see polar opposites. We're frustrated as hell with the Arizona Cardinals because mm. we feel like they got a lot of talent. Yeah. Right? And Robert Salah has brought in Mike LaFleur, but they're you they're accentuating these guys. Sauce Gardner is a lockdown corner. So guess what we're gonna ask him to do? Lockdown receivers. We're not gonna ask him to play zone. Yeah, we're gonna ask him to fill spots. We're going to when you look at this team, defensively and offensively, every guy is doing what their elite skill set makes them really good football players in. Garrett Wilson. You work the middle of the field. And when we get on edges, you make 50-50 ball catches. Yeah. Just like Davis. Dude, listen, when you think about where the Jets were, and I don't think we knew to the party on thinking they had good young talent. We knew they had good young talent. We didn't know how that talent was. We didn't know how they were going to jail. I knew they had good talent. Bro, it, when Robert Salah said, we keeping receipts. Well. I sat on the show and laughed. <laughs> and because I had the Jets on my mind. Hmm. This defense is turning into San Francisco you know, I don't, I, from, from the Super Bowl. Hey, hey, right. that's I, go. and I have a no return policy on those receipts, though. Uh-oh. Uh, you yeah. can't come he to me. Take I ain't, anything I ain't go, I'm taking nothing. You oh, can there. get some credit, but I ain't taking my advantage. All right, lots of quarterback <laughs> news to get to, and some of these guys are returning. Adam, what's the latest with Dak Prescott? Well, I get all of 
I get all the keys receipts. Let me say that before we get to the quarterback <laughs> next <you> turn. <laughs> As for Dak Prescott, he was medically cleared today to go through practice, took the majority of the reps with Talk the first team offense, is going to stay after and then throw an additional 40 to 50 passes with Perner players, and he is on track right now to start Sunday and make his comeback against the Detroit Lions, which is good news for the Dallas Cowboys. Looking good in practice, and he is expected to be a full participant tomorrow as well. Tua Tungabailoa also back at practice today, and barring any setbacks, he is on track to start Sunday night on a night in which Brian Flores will come back as the Steelers linebackers coach on a night in which the Dolphins will honor their unbeaten team in their 50th anniversary. Big night in Miami on Sunday night, but no bigger reason than the return of Tua Tungabailoa. And the Patriots are waiting to see whether or not they'll have Mac Jones back at practice. He's missed the last two games with a high ankle sprain. He's been making progress, and that tells me that he's got a real chance to be able to play Monday night against the Chicago Bears after rookie quarterback Bailey Zappi held down the fort, got two victories, played very well for New England, but I think that made Mac a little bit itchier, and I will not be surprised if Mac Jones is starting on Monday night for the New Zappy England Patriots. Man. Yeah, for people who know Mac's journey, he had to work really hard even to get an opportunity at Alabama, then of course to get drafted. He didn't want anybody coming up and Wally Pippin him. All right, we got more coming your way <laughs> on NFL Live. We head to the trenches. Dan and Marcus giving us their top five matchups to look for this week. Spoiler alert, well, there's one buddy. rematch they'll revisit well, from a few weeks ago. Thank you. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, I know he looks like, they don't look like a big guy no more because he looks svelte. He got the intermittent <laughs> fasting. But O-line, D-line, five most important matchups. We're going to go quick. We go yeah. start early. Laramie Tunsil yep. versus Chandler Jones starting at number five. Chandler Jones started to come on against Kansas City. Obviously, we know Laramie Tunsil, big time, paid, athletic, great feet tackle. It's going to be a good matchup to watch Ooh. for Davis. All right, then we're going to go Charles Cross, the rookie yep. from Seattle versus Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack, second in the league in sacks. Yeah, we saw him kind of get back to it, too, against Denver. Charles Cross being a rookie. Buckle up, young fella. It's going to be coming at you a long time. I got to put 11 up there because yep. he's an MVP candidate. Penny yep. Sewell 
versus Micah Parsons. Buddy, I'm not even going to focus on the pass, the run game. Pinay Sewell is a role grader. Micah Parsons, you talked about it last week with Philly running to him. He's going to have to handle that run and earn his right to rush the passer. America, quietly the coach for 3 2 one now. Quentin Nelson versus Danico Autry. Big yeah. fella on big fella. You know I'm a big fan of Danico Autry, and I do think some of Quentin Nelson is going to have to deal with Jeffrey Simmons as well. Two really good pass rushers from the interior. Uh, Jeffrey is obviously your physical push the guy back in the pocket. Danico, great handwork. Yeah. Ability to get around you and get on edges. Quinn got his work cut out for him. Autry dominated last time they played, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. All right, so Miles Garrett versus Ronnie Stanley. Miles Garrett, two sacks last weekend. Yeah. Shout out to Miles Garrett. Last week, 63 and a half career sacks would broke, which broke the Browns career or, or career organization, organization record. Sac, uh, sack record. Listen, man, Miles coming back, obviously just good to see him back on the field. Yeah. But getting back to his old ways, it's still the quick first step. Yeah. It's, it's still the quick long arm. And the thing that makes him different than every other rusher is the speed, the power. Yeah. I bet Miles Garrett feels like he's 380 pounds when he puts his hands on you, but he's just moving as quick as a cat. Speed this and power is a big, it's, a, it's, it's a big yeah. challenge for Stanley, too, coming off New York because they gave up some pressure. Speed and power is something you never had. Move out my way. I almost threw you out the day. What we got now? Run it. <laughs> Man, y'all think you have speed and power. Get out of here. A good news for the Cardinals with DeAndre Hopkins returning from his six-game suspension. The Cardinals also traded with the Panthers to get Robbie Anderson, too. So extra boost with Hollywood Brown likely out for a while. Uh, what it all looks like, who knows? Kyler Murray, though, when he has DeAndre Hopkins is much better. Key makes sense. Okay, so do you think the addition of Hopkins is going to turn this Cardinals offense around? No, I don't think it's going to turn it around at all. I think DeAndre Hopkins will still do some of the same things that he was doing prior to his suspension and into last year. They have a whole lot more problems than DeAndre Hopkins and the receiver, starting with the sideline and the head coach. He Ooh. looks like he doesn't understand how to coach professional football. You pay the quarterback $250-something million, but he's your running back, essentially, and that's not going to work. They got problems on the defensive side of the ball. And on top of that, Lord. They can't win in the toaster. They can't win in the big toaster in Arizona to save their life. It is hot there. Uh, what? They got to play defense and run the football. Oh, Will you shut up. <laughs> we love you, Keith. All right, Adam, there are a bunch of injuries on both sides of this Cardinals-Saints matchup. What more can you tell us there? Well, let's start with the New Orleans Saints, Laura. They've already ruled out Jarvis Landry and Michael Thomas, as well as their cornerback, Marshawn Lattimore. So the Saints are going to be shorthanded at some key spots. They also did not give any injury designation whatsoever to the quarterback, Jameis Winston. Now, Dennis Allen has not said yet who's starting at quarterback, Jameis Winston or Andy Dalton. But if Andy Dalton starts tomorrow night on a night when Jameis Winston doesn't have an injury designation, that tells you that the Saints have made a change at quarterback. On the Arizona side, mm. James Conner listed as questionable. DeAndre Hopkins expected to be back. So there's some injury news as well on Arizona, which is missing Marquise Hollywood Brown, the wide receiver, who Cliff Kingsbury said today is out indefinitely, a minimum of a month, and they'll see if and when they can get him back from his foot injury. Yeah, really interesting there on the Saints quarterback situation. We'll have to watch out for that if Jameis Winston doesn't, in fact, get an injury designation before tomorrow. Still to come on NFL Live with a banged-up defense. Can Jimmy G and San Francisco's offense do it themselves and carry the load against the Chiefs? We'll talk about it next. Don't miss it. We'll be right back. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. 
How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We'll get you ready for football this weekend as the Sunday NFL Countdown crew has you covered for week seven at 10 a.m. And the Monday night Countdown crew gets you set for Bears Patriots 6 Eastern, both on ESPN and the app. Let's get to Chiefs 49ers, an interesting game this week. Mahomes and the Chiefs, of course, coming off that loss to the Bills. Mahomes throwing the interception in the final moments, but they're taking on a beat-up 49ers team. No other way to look at it with those 49ers. The Chiefs. Three-point favorites in this one, by the way. And time now for Marcus's marquee matchup. I'm not going to sing anymore. Welcome, welcome, <laughs> welcome. Nice to have so you all here. Good. What is the matchup you're keeping an eye on in this game between the Chiefs and the 49ers? For me, it's San Francisco's run game. Listen, when I used to go to church and I was little, they oh. say you got to go to the well when things are going wrong. The well for the San Francisco 49ers is the run game and the line of scrimmage. With the potential to get Trent Williams back, they have to use Kyle check. They have to figure out how to get Wilson going. Did not have a successful day against the Atlanta Falcons running the football. We saw the Chiefs try to stop the run against the Las Vegas Raiders. Josh Jacobs went over the tune of 100. That is your plan for attack. And then execution. Yeah. Like Jimmy G got to hit throws when they're available. And also you got to catch the football. Ray Ray McLeod last week, 40 yards. Might have been a touchdown. Dropped the ball, hit his hands. Charlie Warner up the middle of the field. Dropped a, a big chunk yardage play. They got to be more efficient, but they got to get back to the well, Boogie. They got to run the damn ball. <laughs> That's your favorite well. I mean, you do think about these 49ers. They can get healthy if they can start executing a little yeah. bit better to your point. I don't count them out yet. Jimmy Garoppolo and the Niners have struggled to create big plays in the Lord. passing game. That's something they'll need to do in order to keep up with those high-powered Chiefs in that offense. Garoppolo has completed only 31% of passes, thrown 15 or more yards downfield. Third worst in the NFL. In Sunday's loss against the Falcons, Jimmy G., 0 for 6 with two interceptions on those throws. In front of my mama in there, everybody? Don't be doing it in front of the mama. What? They, he, they, were, they also had two drop touchdowns, and yeah. he missed two. So they're not in it, but it's not just Jimmy. He's missed it twice. They dropped two. Well, okay, so we know they're dealing with a ton of injuries on defense. Can't hide anymore. What, what concerns you about their offense? Because he can't hide anymore. Mm. You know, everyone hey, – Everyone talks about Jimmy Garoppolo. What do they say? Well, all he does is win. That's rightfully so. He's 37-18 and 18 as a starter for the San Francisco 49ers. Not bad. All right, so since he's become the starter for the San Francisco 49ers, when they win, their defense gives up 17 points a game. When they lose, their defense gives up 27 points a game. Ooh. So in those wins, just for context for everybody at home, 17 points a game over the last five seasons, 
would literally be the number one defense in the NFL. God bless. I hope they win a lot of games with that. Wow. But he doesn't have the guys now with everybody out. So can't hide anymore. Like, it's time for Jimmy Garoppolo and his 49ers offense to carry the water a little bit. 20 points a game ain't going to cut it. It's not going to keep you in the mix. You got to do the kind of carrying till your defense gets healthy. So y'all going to hate me because you already know what I'm going to say. You love Jimmy G. No, it's not that I love him. I like a certain philosophy and a style. You mentioned the defense is playing bad right now because of injuries. Well, I'm not playing right bad. Now. It's just not what they were up. playing Correct. for before, right? And he's turning the football over and they're dropping the football. You can't win football games like that. We all know this. He's got to do a better job protecting it. Those receivers have got to catch the football because he's not the type of quarterback that can have that luxury of you dropping balls. He just it, it won't. You can't. There's no way. With that defense being banged up, he's got to do a little bit more, just like Dan is saying. But I don't know that he can. But and, I don't, okay. like, and I don't Dude, know that I they have. You know what I can't watch anymore, Key? Yes. I can't watch Kyle call the perfect play versus the perfect coverage, and you get the big post, and you miss it by three yards again. Like, Kittle dropped a touchdown last week. George Kittle ain't going to drop touchdowns ever again. But he did. But, but, you, he's gotta, not, but, but you don't have the luxury of dropping those footballs because your yeah. quarterback isn't that good. Okay. So you have to catch it, the football. That's a fair is point. He, is he capable? Is it a skill set thing? Is it a lack of ability to see the field thing? I, what is no, it with Jimmy I, I do G? not believe that Jimmy Garoppolo is capable of carrying the football team. No. No, he's he not capable of player, carrying it. No. But in this situation right now, that's what's needed. Mm, yeah, they do need him. You said it. He's being exposed a little bit. Now it's time to catch a crumpled piece of paper like we do every Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow on NFL Live. I wish he fell in the chair. <laughs>